there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome everybody to the Prayer Revolution. So, so glad that you guys are here. All of our live Zoom crew, all those joining us on Facebook, all those listening out in podcast land. So, so glad that you're here with us. My name is Doyal and I'm with my good friend, Vera. And we are here to say a prayer. We say a prayer every morning, 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. And then we discuss that prayer in the mood of prayer in our daily lives. And so, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of the crew. And uh, Vera, would you like to just lead us in a prayer? I, I just, you just said agreed that you were going to, but uh, you may have missed it. But Is that what you and Bhakti Louie came up with? Well, you know what? He, he's definitely inspiring me for sure. He's inspiring me to, to hear, to, to, to listen. And uh, if, you're, if you're feeling inspired, no pressure. Would love to hear, love to hear your heart this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate all you guys being here. You can go ahead and close your eyes and just take a moment to breathe deep a few times. Um, so often we engage in conversations with another, but we're not really present. Um, when we're speaking, sometimes you know, we're sharing words, but we're not really conveying our heart because our mind or our heart may be somewhere else. And so prayer is a dialogue, it's a conversation. And so I invite you all guys to get a little quiet, take a few breaths, maybe close your eyes, stop whatever you're doing. God, you know me better than anybody else. You know the things that I may hide from other people, that I may be embarrassed to show other people. You know the things that I'm striving for in my life, and you know what it means for me to find genuine contentment, peace, serenity, fulfillment, wholeness. And you know that all the things that I'm doing in my life to try to bring those, bring those things in my life are external. And I pray that you give me courage, give me insight, give me confidence and faith to let all of those external rat races go. And that you give me the clarity to understand that those things aren't gonna give me what I'm looking for. That you start to direct my consciousness inwards, that you start to direct my consciousness towards you, that you start to direct my thoughts, my words, and my activities towards you. Shri Prabhupada said that the path of Krishna consciousness is simple, but the application is very difficult. So please give me the strength as I try to apply these simple principles in my life, bringing myself to you. And we pray every day through your holy names, through the chanting of the Maha Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
How you doing, Veer? Grateful. Just wanted to to stay with my eyes closed and hands folded for a few more minutes. So mm. so refreshing. Re recharging the battery. Yeah, yeah. It's so incredible when I think about how much energy I I put towards uh, yeah exhausting myself and things that aren't gonna get me what I'm looking for anyways. Mm. But the familiar um, it uh, we lean towards the familiar even if it's not favorable to what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So anyways. Mm -hmm. Where's your heart at this point of year? Comes like a like a habit. You know, it's it's so interesting. I see this guy drive by. He's, he's a sweet old African American guy. See him drive by. I mean, at least you know half a dozen times a day in my office. And I was just trying to figure out, like, what is this like modified school bus? It's like this blue, you know, uh, blue trim white school bus, huge old school bus driving by so many times a day. I was like, it's like a special bus service. Like, what's going on? And yesterday when I was walking by, I was, I was crossing the street, I saw the bus coming and I just kind of paused and just like checked it out. There's all friendly old guy, just like waving. I, I, I thought like, man, he, if I asked, if I put my thumb out, he'd pick me up. You know, he's just like super friendly old guy. And, and it's filled with watermelons, just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of watermelons. And some, somehow he's doing like a little route where he's picking up the watermelons, bringing them into town. I, I'm not sure what he's doing exactly, but... Um, but yeah, just seeing, uh, you know, yesterday we were talking about habits and, uh, and then today I was walking down and, you know, I was like, okay, all right, I'm coming to the street. Am I going to see my friend? And then just before the street, somebody else pulled up next to me, a car stops and, and it's a, an old buddy of mine and, and you know, we're, we're chatting for a minute and just, you know, and then I, I didn't see my friend. So I don't know if that threw, you know, whatever that, 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 uh, that was a little gap, but it was just, it's just perfect. You know, each moment. Um, I'm going to ramble just a little bit here. It's coming to, coming to something, just sharing a little update. And then uh, yesterday, an electrician came over to our house. And the analogy that he used, because he's a, he's, a, he's a bhakti practitioner, a very deep spiritualist and wonderful person from Brazil. And uh, he, you know, so he's looking, I said, wow, this is a really old house. He's like, I'm not so familiar with, with uh, the so familiar with the old electrical mapping i have to study it a little bit and then he he said you know and then, and then we just started having a conversation and he said you know i, I see he's talking about a family member saying that that they have everything in their life it's like they literally have everything they're, they're, they're beautiful it's a beautiful relationship you know they're pursuing their dreams they have you know financial you know um stability and, and security and it's continuing to grow they're healthy they're really loving toward each other have a beautiful family home like everything is like it's like and i look at their life i said and, and but they they just separated there was just like an abrupt ending to their marriage and he said um you know when he was talking to the wife who was kind of taken by taken by surprise with it because the, the husband decided to to step back from the marriage and in conversations with with her you know she just said I like the only thing that I can think of is that I mean literally we have everything but we just you know God was just kind of like this like thing that we did in our life it was kind of like 
was like, okay, we garden and like, you know, we connect to God and we take the kids to school. It was like just a part, it was like this little, you know, subsection bullet point, you know, in their life. And she said that, you know, we really, we really didn't have something that, that brought us both together. You know, we were doing all these different things in our life, but there wasn't something that at the center that kind of we were able to gravitate around. And, and so, you know, and then he gave the analogies uh, in construction. And he said, just like the house, he said, you know, I'm, I, I could build the most beautiful house and I could do all the plumbing work. I could do everything. I could make the most incredible. He's like, and I, and I, and I have so much, like you could see, like he's really like, healthy pride about the way that he builds he builds with like a lot of quality a lot of a lot of intention a lot of focus and uh and he said and i could do all the plumbing perfect and the whole house is perfect and then okay and then i, I give you the house but if i don't connect the, the the plumbing to the water source then when you turn those faucets on nothing's going to come through if i don't connect the electricity to the electrical source like the house is almost it's almost useless some function is there but it's almost becomes like really missing the essence and he and he just compared that he just said you know if we're not connecting with god if god's not the center of our life then we're disconnected we're disconnected from that energy source we're disconnected from that catalyst that really brings us together at the deepest level that really you know takes takes our relationships from the superficial and the material and actually um our relationships become something that that helps us discover our true nature our true self and our connection with god and so that was a, a little lesson, mm. a little, little lesson from yesterday that I wanted to share with you guys. And, and just how the, the power of analogy also, I just find that, you know, analogies stick with me so much more than just like philosophical points. Uh, mm. story, stories stick with me so much more than just like dry philosophy, you know, and, and it can be powerful, but like where it really starts to etch into my psyche is like a, a story that moved my heart or an analogy that just makes so much sense and just puts all the pieces together in a real life scenario. And, uh, and so that's, that's what we're here for every single day. You know, it's a, a reminder, reminder that everything that we do materially in our life, you know, and it's such a perfect example of this beautiful house, every material element of it is perfectly done. But when it's not connected to the sources of energy, it's not connected to that, that it loses its value, that it doesn't have the same value. And, um, and so, yeah, so like that, you know, to look at our life and, and to see everything that we're doing is a great gift that's meant to support ultimately that connection. Mm-hmm. Everything in our life, our relationships are meant to support it, the way we eat, our lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. our, our work, every element of our life is meant to be actually this supportive element for us to to reconnect and to receive that energy in our life. And when we receive that energy, our heart overflows with it. And so we start to feel that, you know, breaking through the lethargies or the depressions or the anxieties or the fears, we start to break through that. And we feel this, this we have a full well that we're, we're ready to distribute, we're ready to share that overflowing energy. And that takes, uh, that takes receiving, the, receiving that source of energy in a, a substantial way, you know, really turn, really plugging in that faucet, plugging in that electrical, you know, plugging into that electrical outlet, that source of energy and letting our battery charge, letting the well fill up, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and the, 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 um, what comes from that automatically, what comes from that is an expression 
expression of all those qualities that we're seeking, like you were talking about in your prayer, Daryl. Everything we're seeking outside of ourselves that that um, we we know deep down inside, we know that it's not an external solution. We know that. We've tried so many things. It's not an external solution. It's it really is, you know, going in and and purifying our hearts and our consciousness, clearing away the rubble, right? And then and then after the rubble is cleared away, then we clear, you know, then let's let's get out the the the, the rags and the mops and let's clean the mirror. Let's clean up the that internal temple of our heart. Let's, let's cleanse it so that. We can see ourselves again. We can experience ourselves, experience God. It's, it's with the self. It's with us in our heart. Mm. So lessons from a plumber, and uh, it stuck with me yesterday. It's an analogy that I've heard different times, and um, it just yeah, it's like always. Um, it's always uh, perfect. It's always a perfect analogy to just to remember where, where am I plugging in? Like oh. Oh, I plugged my phone in for five minutes. Okay, well, yeah, it's only going to have a 5% charge. It's not going to last us the whole day, you know. But no, I sat down and I plugged in for an hour. I plugged in for 20 minutes. I plugged in. I really gave myself that experience of being recharged, of knowing where's my energy source, of knowing where do I draw that energy from. And so in, in Bhakti, there are different ways that we draw that energy through prayer, through chanting God's names through acts of selfless service, even just through remembering the qualities, remembering the different stories of, of the divine, many different ways that we plug into that energetic source. And for ourselves, what is that energetic source? And anytime I'm feeling dried out, anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed, anytime I'm feeling disconnected, anytime, whatever it is, to be able to come back to the well, to draw that, that, that water, to draw that spiritual energy, come back to the to the electrical source and plug back in and give ourselves mm. that. And if we don't know where that is or, or, we, or you know, or, or we're not feeling that charge to just take that inventory, to take the yeah. time to actually look at that and say, what's, what's going on with my connection? Maybe I'm plugging, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm screwing the hose into the source, but I'm putting a clamp on it on the other side. <laughs> I'm not feeling the water flowing through, you know? Um, you know, yeah. so, maybe maybe yeah maybe there's, there's a um, not actually allowing for that energy to flow in my life what's, what's blocking that energy or what's stopping me from plugging in and i mm. feel like just those two questions what's stopping me from plugging in in a way that really that i feel completely satiated and satisfied and connected what's stopping me from doing that and um and then also wow hey you know what Vera, i am i'm sitting down but I'm really still not feeling it though sitting down and meditating, I'm sitting down and praying, but okay, so then what, what's, uh, what's going on with our mindset? What's, what's mm -hmm. stopping us from actually, you know, it's like taking a shower, but having a shower curtain on, right? It's like, what's, what's stopping us from actually experiencing the cleanse of the water, the refreshment of the water? Mm -hmm. what's, uh, what's stopping us in our lifestyle from experiencing that? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the question I'm asking myself. And so I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, Presenting it to all you guys as uh, food for thought. What, what kind of answers are you getting? Um, well, what I'm getting in my life right now is it's, it's really, I'm, I'm, I have a tendency to, to really go external with things. And, and I do have an internal life for sure, an internal spiritual practice. I do have that, no question about it. And at the same time, like my, 
I'm ready to like shift into like the external gear like that, you know, and mm. uh, to make life about the external really, really, I'm really quick to do that. And so at this, this time in my life, I'm, I'm pausing to, to go inside and I'm, and I'm, I'm finding that, okay, like I've, I've taken certain feelings and certain thoughts and certain beliefs unconsciously. I've taken them throughout my life. Mm. I've carried them throughout my life. Mm. And whether I'm the executive director of the Bakke Center or I'm a dad or I'm a business owner or whatever label I put on it, whatever external kind of success that I've experienced, I still carry all that stuff with me. I still carry the self-doubts. I still carry the limiting beliefs. I still carry the, the different um, parts of my, of my psychology, of my conditioning. I carry them with me. And so taking a little bit of time to to actually just to go inside, you know, taking a little bit of time to, to go inside and to really, yeah, you know, really, really nourish myself spiritually, really give myself completely to my prayer practice, to my, you know, reading, to my meditation practice, not to just do it, not to just go through the motions of it, but to really refine it, to really see, you know, how when I am chanting God's names that I'm, I'm moving more and more deeper and deeper into presence with the, with those divine names, yeah. not thinking, thinking about all the other things I got to do, or, you know, getting overwhelmed with a feeling of, of, you know, whatever it may be of, um, you know, not doing something, you know, or not being enough, you know, as I am right now, just like being able to let that go being able to actually be okay with myself. Yeah. Like to just be like, you know what? It's all good, bud. You're, you're, you're right where God wants you. And this moment right now is perfect. This moment right now, it could not be any other way. Your life couldn't, couldn't have unfolded any other way. This is, you're perfectly right where you're supposed to be. And now you just have another opportunity just to either accept that or reject it, you know? And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to accept that. It's not easy for sure. I'm asking to I'm asking to clear out the weeds from my heart. So those feelings come up and those limiting beliefs that even are completely mm. unconscious that I could just distract myself from throughout my life that end up driving me, that end up being this thrust that push me to do so. I got to do something because I can't just be because I'm not okay as I am. You know, mm. I got to do something. I got to distract myself. I got to, whatever it is, the next big thing. But no, actually... I want to be able to sit down and be with myself, be with whatever it is that comes up and, and to see that as, as a hand of God in my life as well, helping, helping to purify my heart. So, mm. so it's beautiful, Vera. We, you, you went from a bus full of watermelons to God, help God in your heart, helping you uncover the gunk to make you a better person. You, you just summarized it right there, from watermelons to clearing the gunk out of the heart. That is <laughs> it right there. That's it. Yeah. And you know what? And, and, and I'm taking it as a sign because I saw another watermelon bus drive by just not, you know, it may be time for like a watermelon fast. I'm just, you know, maybe I'm not sure. I'm going to check in with my teachers and, you know, see what they think about it. But maybe, maybe time. <laughs> you pray. See, that's what God is. I prayed and God told me watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clear the gunk out, right? Take some time to, to, control you know let, let the let the tongue become a little more simplified let the mind become a little more simplified clear the heart and clear your colon yeah <laughs> yeah let's clear out the gunk yeah got, got gunk in my trunk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. 
I got to clear out my, I got to open up my trunk and clear out the gunk. <laughs> Come on, Bear. Oh, man. <laughs> Krishna. Oh, Krishna, Krishna, mm -hmm. Krishna. Oh, man. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing so much about, um, thank you for sharing. I really, I really appreciate that. I think that that kind of reflection demonstrates the sincerity we need for Krishna to, um, to respond. You know, Krishna very much responds to our sincerity. You know, talking about that, 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 that if we were asking Krishna to sort of just plug us into the source or to unkink the hose, he kind of needs to see us searching for that energy source and needs to see us really struggling to unclamp it, you know? And so sometimes it seems that we're trying so hard at life, but it's not working. That's okay. It's not supposed to work because we're not able to do it on our own. But through endeavoring to do it, Krishna sees the struggle and then he responds to that as a sign of our sincerity. And then he actually does the work. He doesn't do the work, but he actually makes it happen. And then when it actually, we do have a breakthrough, we know that it ain't me. You know, mm -hmm. it's not that when we get to that place of clearing out that gunk, it's like, well, gee, you know, how'd you do it? Well, I worked really, really hard, picked myself up my, my bootstraps and I made it happen. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. I tried so hard and I recognized how helpless and, and um, powerless I was, not helpless, how powerless I was. And, uh, and I felt God intervene in my life. And mm -hmm. uh, through God's partnership, I was able to make a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, right. To it's like every opportunity in life is that, right? It's like, am I inviting God into partnership or you know, am I forgetting mm -hmm. that? You know, and every single moment of our life is that, it's that opportunity. It's like, oh, that feeling is coming up or oh, mm -hmm. those, those thoughts are coming up and now I'm distracted. It's like, oh yeah, oh, every one of those things, every one of those things is a catalyst either for us to remember God and invite God back into our life or to forget God and to, you know, to, to go down that route of, trying you know trying to enjoy separately and figure it out separately and mm. and that and that god because love is at the basis of our relationship it's not forced you know it's not yeah. that you know you know we're just robots that are you know programmed to mm -hmm. think of god and love god and remember our source and know that it's free will every one of us has that and, and that's the beauty that's the beauty of of all of the challenges that we may face in our life the beauty of them is that we have the opportunity to, to transcend them. We have the opportunity to, you know, put, put God before us again. And then immediately when we, when we're genuinely entering into that consciousness, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. you know, we see, we see it in the lives of people who experience, you know, far greater tragedy than I may ever experience in this life. You know, and we see that, that they genuinely have that experience of going through such, such, material struggle challenge difficulty and coming out the other side you know having been touched by god having been touched by the hand of god their hearts been touched by god touched by by a devotee of god and and that everything all the suffering all the challenges every step that was leading to that moment all immediately just it makes sense and mm -hmm. and so that's what we're seeking out and we can experience that in the moment to moment that's Krishna consciousness, God consciousness, it's a state of consciousness. It's a, eventually, it's a moment-to-moment -moment state of consciousness that we're, we're in. Mm -hmm. That's great. Like Bhakti Louis was saying right when we were talking in the beginning is that 
that it's gradually developed, you know, it's just, we're just, you know, maybe I remember God like three times a day right now, you know, maybe I remember every eight hours I remember, you know, and then, okay, maybe every six yeah. hours, every four hours, every two, one, you know, it's like, you know, put those reminders on the phone or whatever we've got to do, like create, create the cues, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're creating the ha a, a new habit of like everything mm. that I see in my life and everything that I feel and everything that I, to cue like the habit of remembering God, of inviting God into our life and, yeah. and to, and, and what's the reward of that? You know, the reward of, mm. of, of our life taking the greatest shape of meaning and purpose that it could possibly take mm. to be able to re um, restructure. You know, now when I look into the world, it's like, now I look into the world and it cues me to forget, you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I got to, Got to shift that, shift the cue, and shift that, shift that habit. Now, when I look into the world, no, okay, through through spiritual wisdom, that you know, that every living being, every particle of energy on this planet is all coming from the same source. And with that consciousness, you know, I can yeah. remember God a little bit more every time I open my eyes, ears, and experience the world. Beautiful, Gary. Thank you so much as always for sharing all of your beautiful thoughts. So, so grateful. So, so appreciative. Um, love hearing you speak. Love hearing you share your thoughts. Love seeing all these beautiful souls joining us every day, live on Zoom, live on Facebook. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, we look forward to being with you guys all again. Thank you for all the comments that have been flowing in, both on Facebook as well as on uh, Zoom. We look forward to seeing you guys every day and we look forward to seeing you guys all tomorrow. Same time, same place, 9 to 9.30 a.m. Eastern time live, or you can check out all our recordings on all your podcast platforms. And um, we look forward to seeing you every day, all day. Love you guys so much. Have a beautiful day. Hadi, hadi. Okay, well.